Early frost, but then sunny and 12. Get up with Paul and Woody. Shake it, shake it, shake it out. Turn it off, turn it off, you're my radio. Here's Paul and Woody for Maccas. Try McCafe's best blend yet at a McCafe drive-thru near you. Mick Fanning, another shark? Yeah, this is really, really weird. He's been pulled from the water after another shark scare at Jeffrey's Bay. And this is after he's already taken out a shark previously. Why are there so many sharks hanging around Mick Fanning? There are suggestions it's a three-metre great white. Oh, this is... We're not just talking about a nurse shark or something. This is a great white shark. It's like if you got bitten by a monkey at the monkey park. Well, you wouldn't go back. You wouldn't. And I don't think anyone has been bitten by a monkey up at the monkey park in well, Launceston. Just saying. If you were to. The good thing just... about the monkey park up in Launceston oh. is that it's a multi-purpose centre. So you can go and see the monkeys or you can pay your bills up there or <laughs> you can get your I dog should... registered or you get a sticker for your parking. It's almost like it's um, the local council. I don't um, know why I went there. Mick Fanning. Yeah. What, are we going to find out in years to come that Mick Fanning surfs with sausages in his pocket or something? Oh, yeah. Has he got a shark fetish? Has anyone ever said to him, Mick, do you do your best to attract sharks? Because this is ridiculous. Okay. Do you, it's not as ridiculous as remember the first time that he punched... Had a punch on with a shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 60 Minutes got the exclusive. Yes. And what was the first thing they did? Sent him back out into the water. Oh, and there was another shark and out there. there was another shark out there then. See, this but is... But that was... We thought that that shark had been released just for the purposes... Like Either that or this is the same shark every time. Oh, and okay. you've got a Jaws scenario where the where Jaws terrorised the Brody family in four different films. Is this the... We've got to tag this shark. Because if I was Mick Fanning, oh I'd be locking my doors. Because <laughs> who knows? You could hear a creaking in the middle of the night. Or a slapping. Or I don't know what a shark sounds like when it's walking up your corridor. I don't think you... But... Mm, okay. I'm just... All right. Because you look at Kelly Slater. Champion surfer. Known the world over. Never seen Kelly Slater in the water with a shark. Oh. But Mick Fanning... Every time he dips his toe. I wouldn't go to a public swimming pool with Mick Fanning because there could be a shark in the deep end. But it's also like this guy that had his um, penis bitten by a snake twice. Some people just attract... They stop putting it near the snake. Yeah, but some people just attract certain... No. They do. No, I don't he know had why. a finish as well. Oh, God. He was, he's been sticking his... I don't even know how to move on to this because I was going to talk next about how I'd been touched up inappropriately yeah. in Hobart. I think I, I did go home yesterday thinking, oh, I reckon the show went a bit far at about 8.55. It did go too far. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about it. Plus, we've also got $50 to spend at Hotel Soho. Tickets to our R&B party as well. Thanks to Tazzy Tyres. Nine past six. Come and move that in my direction. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. I see it all. 13 past six on Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. I think the show did go too far. Yesterday, and I did get caught up a bit because you were making Harry Styles out to be like some kind of freak. No, I no. You did. They were just conclusions people were drawing. Like th- this kid revealed yesterday he had four nipples. Yeah, and there's been speculation for years of course about 
how many nipples he had. And then that was it. Like, I drew a line under it. Okay. No, under, you, you uh, ma- I, Full stop. Or four full stops in Harry's case. <laughs> See, this is what I mean. You made um, fun of it. And then you, ha- you sort of picked up the ball and ran with it. Oh, it's only because I felt as though I wanted to normalise spare parts. Because I think a lot of people do have spare parts. On their body. And if you do have one, please, 13, 12, 16, let's talk about it. Yeah. And so I just wanted to talk about and I wanted to show you the effects of some of your comments on someone like me that has a spare nipple. Yeah. I have a third nipple and it's under my right arm. It went too far. Prentice Mace. What? Can you come in? I need you to touch my third nipple and then describe it to Paul because we never cross that line. The only thing is I haven't shaved under my arms because it's winter. Mason, why have you got that smack bum look on your face? Just come in and touch her hair. This is the most disgusting thing I'm ever going to do. Mason, Mason, it's beautiful. It's a woman's body. Do we have gloves? Oh, Oh, that's horrible, Mason. No, health and safety. safety. Um, He's got glad bags. So he stuck his his hand into the bag. He's got his pointy little finger out. Hang on, I'll direct it. Yeah, you direct my head. Oh, my God. Just, it's going down the top. Just there. Can you feel that? Stop rubbing it! What? What? Did you feel it? Describe it. It's kind of like a like a big skin tag. It's not. Okay, hang on. Now you let, let go of my finger. So okay. I can just... No, don't, don't. He's wandering his finger around by himself. Not that nipple, Mason. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> well, I guess it begs the question: Where's Mason today? Oh, don't. well. Do you want to explain? Well, he's not here. No. But, but don't, see, why are you suggesting it's because he touched my third nipple? Well, what else happened to him that was hideously traumatic yesterday? Oh, that is, see, this is why I'm trying to normalise it. People have spare body parts, and I don't know that you should be making fun of people I, with I, spare body parts. Don't get me wrong. I, like, I don't think your third nipple is any more disgusting than your other two. <laughs> it could have been any, any port in a storm. That's horrible. Do you know how many people came up to me yesterday and wanted to rub it for good luck? <laughs> Have you been telling people to come no, up? No, that's a, it's a troll doll that you... you uh... Well, people were coming up and they were touching my third nipple. Well, we... <laughs> Do you know what the lotto numbers are going to be? On right, the now I have to stop the song. Sorry. I mean, because you just can't let it go. Well, we should get, we should get a control person who puts... <laughs> That gets a lotto ticket, and then we get another person that gets a lotto ticket, but they get to rub old. Why are you calling it old? Old Nipply. We're not calling it Nipply. Can you please do this? Old Nipply and see. Okay. You're wanting the song to start now? Yeah, we can do this song. Yeah. Actually, I thought (laughs) of something else. Don't you dare, Paul and Woody. That's it. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Carries us away. Ten the top with showers easing. Twenty past six on Hobart's Hit one hundred point nine. We were just We've, talking about Pete Murray. Well, he's he's kicking off a thirty three day tour, and he's going to play Launceston. Yeah, I guess you've got to pay your dues, don't you? Oh, come uh, on. And then he'll play Rest Point. And I don't like. I hadn't realised that your brother had history with Pete Murray. Oh yeah. yeah what happened? Does. Um, he had to lend him some bongos. No. Yes. So Pete Murray yeah. borrowed bongos from your brother. Yeah, he needed a particular type of bongos and none of the music shops here had them, but they, because my brother, well, you know, he's a musician. Oh, well, that's Everyone good. in my family are, yeah. except me. Yeah. I'm the only one that can't. Sing or, uh, anyway, or hold a note. Or, you know. 
Sorry, I'm finishing your sentence. Yeah, can you, you not? Sorry. Okay, so th- they were they put him onto the music stores. Yeah. Put him onto my brother. You go and see Dan. And so we had to, and I was with him at the time. We had to go and drop off bongos to his hotel suite. Did you see him? Yeah, uh, no. That, he wanted us to leave him at reception. That sounds weird. Yeah, because I went along because I thought. Well, yeah, get an interview. Well, you never know. I was more. Never mind. Um, and you thought so, hello he might answer the. The door in the road. Where was he staying? Can you not? Do we know where he's he was? He's at Launceston. Oh, God, you went all the way up there? Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. No. I thought he must have been down here at the Grand Chancellor or something. So you had to go and deliver a set of bongos to Pete Murray in Launceston. Yeah, well, we're in the hood, I guess. Oh. What? <laughs> We've still got the bongos. I'll let you touch it if you want. Oh, so he returned them. Yeah. And what did he pay? Like, what did he... Oh, no, it was just the nothing. So... Your brother drove all the way from yeah. Hobart to Launceston yeah. with these bongos. Yes. And Pete Murray didn't pay anything. No. What do you find so weird about that? Oh, I just... Is Pete Murray a bit of a diva? Did he actually need those bongos or does he just like people working for him? Okay. <laughs> he got a pizza delivered from the Hewan Valley. <laughs> this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Gentlemen, good night. Ladies... Good morning. Six thirty. That's it. Hope I'll see it one hundred point nine. Paul and Woody. What? I've gotten that. That gentlemen. Good night, ladies. Good morning. Yeah. Are they all in the same room? Of course they are. Okay. They're partying. So they're partying. But he wants all the girls. Good morning. So what? The nights. Starting with the girls, but ending with the guys. No. Good morning, as in he's going to wake up next to them. Oh, so he's predicting what's going to happen yeah. in the future. Yeah. Well, then why does he make that a little bit clearer? <laughs> oh, my God. Why, why doesn't he change the lyrics to, gentlemen, see you later, ladies, stick around? Yeah, there could be so many songs oh. that you could bag, and that is no, one I of the ones... I might have to start rewriting some of these lyrics, because I've always been a bit confused by that. Oh, my... And they... where are they, anyway? Set the scene, mate. Tell well, us where you are. set the scene? Are you at a party? Are you in a hotel room? What would you rather, a song like this? What? Here it comes. You know that I don't like it when you play that. This is a rude song. That is Johnny Ruffo singing that song to Melissa. True story. He well, tried I, to. We don't know if Johnny Ruffo wrote that about my Whoa. girlfriend or not, so... I've heard he did, and he did hit on her, right, when you were together. Well, unlike... Timberlake, he's very clear with what he means, <laughs> he doesn't he? He totally was. Do we know if the baby is? No, no, it's I'm not. just. No, I've done the. I got a calendar and it doesn't match up, so everything's fine. Okay. <laughs> All right. Everything's fine. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Trending now at hit.com.au. So Caitlyn Jenner. To do a duet with Steven Tyler <laughs> for this hit. No. No. <laughs> Are you doing a routine? No, I'm not. That's a horrible joke. It's not. I didn't, it's not me. She said it. Is she doing her own jokes around her transition? Yes. Well, that was the headline. And then you read further down and it says it was a joke. But, but she, she did that joke. She did that joke and she said, I didn't. 
do that, Joe. No, I'm, well, I'm trying I... to look after you here. What would you're I do? Very careful with the sort of things that you say. I know that, but she no. said it. But she said, and you're just repeating her joke. Yeah, but she said that this is her anthem. Like it's. Oh, yeah. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Remember it was the song used for Mrs. Doubtfire? Oh, yeah, it was. Do you know she's also said that she wants to go into politics? Well, she's considering a run at the Senate. She used to be good mates with Donald Trump, but I think she's gone a bit cold on him lately. I wonder why. (laughs) Trending. Um, I'm seeing in my news feed... Details of a movie coming out in the next seven days called Valerian. Yeah. And it keeps popping up, Valerian. And I'm wondering, what what is Valerian? So I've done my own research on Valerian. Valerian is a film that is based on a French comic book series. And people got so behind the concept of a film based on the comic book series that it got crowdfunded. What? So it's going to be the most expensive independent film ever made with a production budget of $180 million. So they got that through crowdfunding. So, wait, crowdfunding, is that like a, a Facebook... Yeah, GoFundMe page a go sort fund of thing. Me. Yep. What? It's being released tomorrow um, at, you know, the Chinese theatre in Hollywood and then it'll get a release in France and America... Have a listen to the people that are in the cast. Cara Delevingne, Clive Owen, Rihanna, Ethan Hawke... Ethan! And John Goodman. Oh, my. This looks like an awesome film, and it's the talk of Comic-Con, because I think Comic-Con starts in the next couple of days, the big one in San Diego. Trending. How about Cradle Mountain? They say it could become the next Mona of the state's north. After work on a $160 million facelift was approved. I love that. I love the concept of something actually being approved in this state. <laughs> Trending. You just attach Mona to it and you can get anything approved. Yeah, that's Bring right. Bring up council because I've been trying to get a shed done for eight years. Get David Walsh onto it. Walsh, well, said it's all right. It's yeah. for Mona. Just put up one of those uh, naughty walls or something. <laughs> oh! Okay. <laughs> Have a listen to this. Reality I'll do a TV. Facebook GoFundMe page. Can anyone do a paper yeah, mache out there? Add a V wall to a suburban garage. A reality TV personality turned soapy star Sam Frost uh, yes. has copped a backlash from actors uh, who have slammed her casting in Home and Away as a publicity stunt, and it makes a mockery. Of the industry. But they said, the producers said that she had a natural gift, like Chris Hemsworth or yeah. Margot Robbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A real gift. Okay. I mean, the only catch is that they've got to make sure that she's handed a rose in every scene <laughs> just to make her Trending. feel comfortable. You're but as an actor myself. You are an out-of-work well, actor, actor for 30 years. I am a thespian. And I'm an out-of-work supermodel. I <laughs> I am. <laughs> I, of course, uh, have appeared in huh? a number of episodes of Neighbours. As an extra? So, well, as a featured extra. Y- y- what were you? I had a few lines that I had written for myself, but they were uh, on the cutting room floor. Oh, yes. <laughs> the trending now. door is tough. Hit Hover is where you can get it. Got $50 to spend at a Hotel Soho right Just after this. Just a young gun with the quick fuse. I was up. 
It's Paul and Woody podcast. Spin that wheel. Jackie Games on the wheel. Whatever we spin up is what we're playing today. We're playing for $50 to spend at Hotel Soho that just reopened. See you back at Soho. I am. Oh, welcome, mate. Oh, hi. How's it going? Oh, he's See, I told you he was fine. Right. Are you okay after yesterday's events at eight? I've been in rehab for the last 24 hours. Oh, okay. see, this is what's wrong with... Well, for those of us that only listen to the good part of the show, the early bit, um, oh. at 8.55 yesterday, I'm just trying to paraphrase what happened, Woody made Mason touch her nipple. No. Well, well, you called it nipply. That's what we're calling it now, aren't we? Little nipply. Can we stop this? You're Little making... nipper. Oh, yeah, we're all laughing, aren't we? It's well, you've funny. got a third nipple. Let's embarrass someone because I've got a spare no, body but, part. Oh, well, you brought it up and you said, oh, let's, let's, uh, what, what word, desensitise everyone yes. to it. Let's just make it an everyday thing. So that's what we're trying to do. Well, because everyone is laughing at Harry Styles. What, just because he's got two extra nipples? Just because he's, he's got four nipples. And I just wanted to say it's quite normal. And you've got one under your armpit. And I just... And need- every time you put your hands in the air, you flash me. <laughs> Because of the... Everybody put your hands up! Okay, Mace. Uh, okay. With a... Because of the... I get it. Okay. I just think it's a horrible thing. Do you know... Okay, I'm, I will take Hobart behind the scenes, and I don't really care if you get fired for it, because it's inappropriate. Okay. But you suggested that you do, like, a freak show, and I t- you tour the nipple around Hobart, and people can touch it. Well, and heaven people... forbid I want to include the general public in this show. In touching my nipple. Yes. It would be a great show promotion. It would be. Mason, stop this. You felt you felt the nipple yesterday, and people are making it sound like it's gross. It's just a third nipple underneath my arm that Mason felt, and then he described it to you because we don't touch. I've been to this place where there was like um, it was like a toilet cubicle, and there's a little hole in the wall. Okay, okay. yeah, right over. Yes, Mason. All right. Let's not, uh, okay. Glorify that particular story. All right. Can we okay, move on? Okay, we're going to spin the wheel, and Seriously. there's heaps of games on there. Now my nips like. The third one's itchy. I was going to say, oh, which it? one? Yeah. Because, uh, well, no, when people talk about it. Yeah. When you talk about them now, you're going to have to narrow it down for us and tell you, you know. What? What do you want me to... Is it nipply, nipper, or... Nipply. Nipply. I think that's the plural, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> that's all three of them. It's the collective noun for... Right, yeah, all three of my nipples are itchy, Mason. Okay. Yep. Okay, can we move on? Does the... Oh, okay. Right. I was going to have a follow-up question then, but I'm not... Uh, Pots and Pans is the name of the game. This is the game that is loosely based on uh, Secret Sound yep. from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Radio stations used to play it. Uh, instead of us making the sound and you guessing what the object is, you make the sound, we guess what the object is. Yes, it's very simple. Like, for instance, can, do you know what this is? Uh, is that a microphone rubbing on Little Nipper? Okay, that's an... Well, it was. Feeling the sun, party done, shadows walking home. Walking with a game on. You are my. It's Paul and Woody podcast. Spin that wheel. Hi, Jess. Hi, how are you? So good. We just spun the wheel, stack of games on there, and up we spun. Uh, pots and pans. Can I hear some kids in the background there, Jess? Yeah. Aren't they delightful? God, they're up early. Yeah, tell me about it. Oh. Mm. Any advice for our soon-to-be father? You shouldn't have done it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never uh, have peace again. <laughs> oh my God. Well, we'll try to make it quick for you because yeah. obviously you've got 
you know, real things to do. Yes. Uh, Jess, uh, Pots and Pans, it's reverse secret sound. You make a noise with an object and Woody and I will try to guess what that object is. And we're playing for the $50 to eat or drink at Hotel Soho. All right. We're ready when you are, Jess. Here we go. I hope that's not shaking a kid. <laughs> no, but that's what it sounded like, didn't it? Yeah, it did a bit. Okay. Can um, I have it one more time, please, Jess? Okay, great. Uh, I think I know what it is. We're going to have a really quick chat. We'll be back with Jess. Yep. She's um, crinkling something. It sounds like, um, I think this, given this time, it'll be something to do with breakfast. And it's a bag. And inside that bag... It's, it, um, she's doing it to the bag of cornflakes. Oh, I think we might actually agree here. You know, you take the bag out. I was thinking muesli, but if you, you want to go, say cereal. Flakes. It's a bag okay. of cereal. It's the inside of the box bag of cereal. I can't believe this. Okay, Jess, is it a bag of cereal? No. Oh. It wasn't the kid, was it? No. Okay, good. I guess you wouldn't say it was if it was. Um, what was it, Jess? It was a packet of baby wipes that I'm using to clean up yogurt that's smeared all over the kitchen. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to Parenthood Bowl. <laughs> wow, we're going to have a giveaway on the show next week. We're going to give away a baby. Okay, you're off the side. <laughs> oh, well done. It's Paul and Woody podcast. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it off, turn it off for my radio. It's Paul and Woody for Macca's. Try McCafe's best blend yet at a McCafe drive-thru near you. It's nearly here. Ooh. R&B party. No. If you want to come along, 13, 12, 16, we're giving away some tickets right now to it. Yes. Thousands of dollars in prizes to give away on the night as well. We are going to do Don't... a live version of Shore of Origin. Yeah, okay. And some of the stuff we've got happening behind the scenes... <laughs> oh, is huge. You're fanatical with this stuff. Like you, oh. supervise. You, you know how you spend your day is super supervising other people working. Yes, that's how you. No, but I, I think that if you're going to have an event, you got to have stuff happening. Yeah, I know. But you are a delegator. You know that's what why we take the cash cube when we hit the streets and do a show on the streets. One of my friends, he's a delegator. Like he's quite quite high up in a telco, and. He just, he knows he's not a handyman. Can't do it, can't change a light bulb, can't really do anything. But this is what he does. He'll invite everyone over for a barbecue and he bought a heater. And so because he knows he can't put it up, he actually just sat all the pieces in a row. Brilliant. (laughs) And then once the men, I call them, walked in, he goes, there you go. So they had to put together a heater, a barbecue. This is marvellous. A front porch. But this is (laughs) one of my heroes of all time is Andrew Carnegie. And he is the man that made the railroads throughout the United States. Right. And he knew nothing of trains. <laughs> and he knew nothing of train tracks. He simply surrounded himself with people <laughs> that knew more than he did. And that's what I work hard at. Yes, I know that, Paul. To make this party go off. And now you do have to be over 18 because it does get very loose, okay? Yes, yes. Um, yes. Well, last time... You patched a bloke. And there were some police involved in a separate incident, but never mind about that. Nothing wrong with patching a bloke, but you... We're in a committed relationship. At the well, time. that seems to be the gripe that you had with it. Thanks to the brand new Tassie Tyres, Tasmania's lowest prices on wheels and tyres now come with the highest quality experience. So 13, 12, 16, if you want to come along to our R&B party. It's 12 past 7. Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody podcast. I'm 
Ten the top with showers easing. We are holding an R&B party with DJ Gemma, if you were there last time. He was out of control. <laughs> he, he was loose. He has the best playlist, this guy. That's what we got him back for a second year. If you want to come along 13, 12, 16, give me away tickets right now. This is Shore of Origin. Party. For the brand new Tassie Tyres Wheel and Tyre Studio. Now open at 183 Main Road, Moona. Imagine, like, R&B mm. meets Shore of Origin. So huge. Two gangs, one from the east side, eastern side of the bridge, my side, best side, sunny side. Um, well, then what does that leave me None. with? The west side. Yay. <laughs> okay. And on the night, we will be playing Shore of Origin, where the yes. two sides of the bridge will battle it out for thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Apprentice Mason, you want to answer some phones? Okay. Might answer some phones? Yep. Okay. Here we go. Paul, Sorry, guys. Don't be. You're in a this is, I explain this. This is what I do. I don't do the work. I get other people to do the work quite well. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. How are we? Are you ready to party? I am so ready to party. Did you go to our last <laughs> R&B, Lisa? No, I've never been, but I hear it's um, passing, men passing men and... Girls dancing on tables, so I might end up passing a table on the dance floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've got to be from the east side, Lisa, are you? I'm not east. I'm oh. west. West, west all the way. Excellent. Um, so... are you, do you feel safe? Are you being held captive on the west side? Oh, that's... <sighs> I'm safe. It's all good. Yeah. All right. Now, Lisa, you've got three besties that you're going to bring with you. Oh, my God. I do. I do. And Excellent. As far as your crew goes... How are you when you go out? Uh, <laughs> there's a good one. Yep. There's a couple of naughty ones oh. and one that sort of, it can change on the night. So <laughs> we'll have to see. <laughs> she can go either way. Yeah, yeah. It can swing with the wind. Okay. You are coming They're along. They're the dangerous ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they are seriously the dangerous ones. <laughs> I cannot wait, Lisa. Well done. Hi, Peter. Hello. Hey, you want to come to an R&B party? Very much so. Have you been to one before? No. Okay. All right. Um, um, look, you know, some people like to book a hospital bed for the next day. <laughs> Other people choose to go their own way. Which side of the bridge are you from, Peter? East or west? East. There you oh, go. She's yours. Yes. She's yours. We're going to own the night, girlfriend. Sunday or Okay. Yes. <laughs> Just don't cramp Peter's style, would Okay, you? I'm okay, sorry. please. Well done. If you missed out, we're going to have more tickets to give away today. I'm hit. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Guess I'm a bad liar. Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, we've got good friend of the show, Mitch from Speak Up, stay chatty with us. Hey, Mitch. Morning, team. We're so excited about. I can't believe it's nearly a year since your last ball. It's flown around. God, and this sold out. Uh, yeah, I think it was. 16 days it sold out. Oh, no, that's sort of Elton John sort of stuff. Oh, yeah, it totally is. That's awesome. Um, just before we get on to this year's Speak Up Stay Chatty, because I know you've been doing a lot of stuff over the last 12 months, uh, you didn't want Paul to... Um, <laughs> you went for Georgia Love over Paul to host the... Yeah. Is, I, is that because of you heard his gear on Erica Betts last time he hosted the Young Achiever Awards? Look, I, I was in the audience and I did yeah. hear it and uh, yeah, yeah. it's remained at the at the fore of my mind. Yeah, yeah. You heard the pin drop in the room yeah. just as I hit the punchline. The night had only just started and I already wanted to leave. Yeah. <laughs> 
So why did they put me on first? Uh, you know I'm not these sure. things. They've got to, you, you, The audience need to be warmed up to this. You sort bagged of out Erica Betts yeah, and said he'd been was... hit in the head with a golf ball. Yeah, you... but uh, you're taking that out of context. Am I? I, and it, it just happened he was front row centre and... He was right there. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was laughing up until that point. Yeah. Although, yeah. mind you, Mitch here, Mr. Nice Guy had a dig at Will Hodgman about some funding. Good on you for doing that on stage Which at the Young Achiever Awards because... Although that did go down a little bit better than my comments. I yeah, we you... did get funded. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that... Uh... Will called Mitch a couple of days later yeah. and ended up funding it. So good on you for doing that. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. That's yeah. how you could have used your time well, better. I should Paul. have used my time for good and not evil. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, raised over eighty thousand last ball, and we were there, and it was such an epic night. And it's so good to see your message getting out and across Hobart. Yeah. Um, what kind of things are you going to be doing with the money or the proceeds made from this year? Yeah, so we've uh, got obviously. It, allows me to continue spreading and doing presentations. I think I've done over 600 presentations now and um, we'll have some more staff on soon to run the school program due to the state government funding. Um, but we've got a sporting program that we're working on and um, there's a couple of other little initiatives that we're pretty excited to hopefully launch soon and to put a lot of our work, not just in schools, but um, workplaces and also sporting clubs as well. Yeah. Now, the school programs have been absolutely going off. Yes. Like, big time. Um, like you're, you're like a wiggle when it comes to <laughs> school appearances now. Uh, uh, what exactly are we educating the kids on when we go and visit them at a school? Yeah, so it's I go with a qualified counsellor or social worker from Relationships Australia, Taz, and um, it's based around my story for the first half, my lived experience, and then we have some activities that help build resilience in them and for students to actually put themselves in the shoes of someone that may be going through a difficult time and how you get out of that, uh, who are the people in your life that you can turn to if you're struggling, um, what are some things you can do for your own self-care to help you get through difficult times because kids in grade 9 and 10, you know, they've probably started to go through some issues but they yeah. don't realise how common it is and that one in four people will experience a mental health issue in a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, so it's just getting them to stop put everything down and just think about, look, if I'm struggling, who in my life can I turn to? Because that conversation is just so important and they need to know who that person is going to be and who they can notify when they're struggling and going through a dark time. And mental health should be, a, you know, a curriculum, shouldn't of it? Of course. I mean, you, you go through your science and your math and none of it, which yep. I can remember. Yep. But you, you don't until and you start to get a bit older and you, you don't really understand what's going on. It was never spoken about. No. And if you did speak about it, you almost f- felt ashamed yeah. for saying, I'm not feeling right. For sure, There's yeah. something wrong. Yeah. yeah, it was very taboo. And, I mean, I think it's slowly changing. Yeah. I mean, you know, we were at some Virgils, did some work, and then... 11 boys did a big fundraiser. We went out, shaved their heads. All the boys bought hats and hoodies and beanies. And, you know, that wouldn't have happened years ago when no I was there. Like, boys would never support a mental health campaign. Yeah. It was uncool, if you like. But, yeah, so to see that changing is really exciting and, and that's happening in a lot more schools across the state. There's definitely been a shift recently in Australian blokey society. We're seeing AFL players like Travis Cloak take time out from football and they're now willing to admit that it's not a hamstring yeah. or it's not a niggle because that's what they used to call For it. sure, yeah. You must feel proud because you've contributed to that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, f- I feel definitely. And, you know, I have no doubt, I say it all the time, you know, blokes like Travis Cloak and Tom Boyd and Fasolo, when they come out, they would no doubt inspire somebody else. Yes. You know, they're, they're people's idol. Uh, and they would no doubt inspire people to come out and... And have that conversation. I mean, it's an Aussie value to be tough and, yep. you know, <sighs> uh, 
push things aside and push on and be a bit of a soldier. But, you know, I think that's certainly changing and, and it's really exciting to see because, as I said, that no doubt helps others and breaks down that stigma. Workplaces as well, I've noticed, yeah. are getting better and you would have yes. even seen that with the, the viral email that went around over uh, the last couple of weeks where a lady took a mental health day. And she yes. said, I need a mental health day. Yep. And I think that is such an important message as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so thank you so much for continuing to contribute to it. And speak up, stay chatty. The ball was so looking forward to it. Yeah, Georgia oh, Love Georgia hosting Love. it. Got, now, we've got to get Georgia Instagramming. We do, uh, yes. Because she is <laughs> okay. phenomenal. Oh, yeah. We've got to get her tagging speak up, stay yeah. chatty. Yeah. We might get a few followers, but... Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> get her on the boomerangs as well. Georgia okay. loves the boomerangs. Boomer. Don't yes. be jealous, Paul. Oh, I am a bit. We'll find you something. <laughs> right, I don't know, okay. the opening of a... Uh, we'll um, get you involved we'll... somehow. <laughs> yeah. The Bachelor with Maddie J is coming. You know the acrobat. Yeah, the one that Georgia Love. Well, I can't say dumped, can I? But kind of is rejected. Yes, rejected. Uh, you almost want to come second now, don't you? I mean, I know you're supposed to be there for true love. Well, but... to get your own chart. Yeah, come second or be jilted. In the weeks after, well, look at look at Sam Frost now. Well, that's right. I mean, she's done lots of things since she got dumped by Blake. Yes, was it Blake? Yeah, it was Blake. Yeah, uh, she did radio for a little bit, and yeah. that, well, that didn't sort of pan out. And then um, she, she she did her own show as well, like she did a The Bachelorette. Well, that's right. Yeah. And then now she's gonna be on Home and Away. Be on Home and Away. I wonder how that'll go. Paul, no, I'm asking questions. You're only doing that because she's been slayed over the last few Well, a lot hours. of actors have said it's a disgrace to hand her a role like that. And on behalf of actors, I, I must admit that it does feel odd, given that she's not an actor, that she's been given a role above other actors such as myself. Yeah, can I, again, you're an out-of-work actor and have been for over 30 years. I so- starred as Macbeth in a I, production. you Macbeth. I was Macbeth. Okay. At uh, the Adelaide Fringe Festival. Yeah, but you weren't invited. It was in a park, is that right? It was an impromptu performance. Yes, that's what I thought. At uh, a well, pub. The, <laughs> the Bachelor is coming this Wednesday. Lock it in. That I early? Wait. Yeah, this Wednesday. They only dropped the teasers earlier in the week. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. Okay. Trending. Oh, poor Ed Sheeran. Yeah. He has copped it so much since uh, Sunday night, American time, Monday, our time for appearing in Game of Thrones. It was odd. He didn't even wear a hat or a helmet. It was just really odd. And uh, he jumped off Twitter, closed his account down, and now the director Uh. of that particular episode has had to defend the choice of having Ed Shirio... Ed (laughs) Shirio... I meant to say Ed Ed Sheeran's... Siri just tried to tune in. Oh, really? I don't know why. She's looking up Ed Sheeran. Sorry, guys. Ed Sheeran's yeah. cameo. But but wasn't which it, will now be known as a Sheerio. Wasn't it just one sentence that he said or two words? Yeah, he was playing his little. Um, I guess it was like a lute. Was it a lute? Okay. I don't know. And singing, and then um, Arya Stark says, "Oh, I haven't heard that one before." And then he said something like, "Oh, it's a new one." Oh, see, why do you And then he it? broke out into Shape of You, which is just weird. Oh, yeah. Okay. Trending. Mason, do we know if Ed is back on Twitter now? 
Um, he he's got his Twitter account active, but he doesn't use it. Um, it says in the description. I don't use this anymore. Please follow me on Instagram. Um, lots of love. So all the tweets that he, he does tweet, but they're automatic tweets. When he whenever he posts a photo on Instagram, it just provides a link on his Twitter account. Oh, okay. right. So it just sounds like he doesn't want to interact with people as such. Yeah. Because they were all rubbishing. They were. Him. His Shirio. For the latest trending now, it's up at Hit Hover. Here's a track from our R&B Fridays album. We've got three on iTunes right now. 17 away from eight. Yeah. yeah. Two step, two step, one. Here comes the two to the three to the... Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Oh, oh I really don't want to. No, I don't want to do it. I want no, to rest this segment. Bringing, no, no. We get complaints. Yeah, but the community is divided because some people don't mind it. It's phone topic don't roulette where we pitch some phone topics at you and rather than just do the standard radio thing of just, oh, did you see the article in the paper? Oh, have you ever fallen over a... What? Uh, portaloo. Okay, but that's probably a topic we would do. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right. Yeah. Well, instead, we let you choose which one you want yeah. to talk about. We don't just give you one option. Okay, so the first one I have got, hankies. I did notice an older gentleman that works in this office <laughs> pulled out a hanky and blew his nose and then put the hanky back in. And it was just like, Ugh, are we beyond hankies now? My dad used to do hankies all the time. I used to have to iron his hankies. I'd get like 50 cents for ironing 50 hankies. But I haven't seen them since then. Why do you have so many hankies? Oh, he was going through them like, like no tomorrow. But don't you only need one? Yeah, but he would... You know, would you want me to go through the stages? Oh, okay. Like, All know. right. Okay. I just think it's... I find hankies disgusting. Okay. And I want to know if anyone else out there does, or are you pro-hanky? <laughs> 13, 12, 16. 13, 12, 16. You've got me wondering now, have you actually tripped over a portaloo? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know someone wants that this is a horrible thing, and I don't, do not endorse this at all, but he was a new tradie. And they have this induction oh, no. thing. And when he was in the portaloo, the boys pushed it over. <gasps> Isn't that horrible? Did the blue stuff go yes, everywhere? Ugh. Not just blue stuff. Oh, no. Not funny. I. Oh, I don't know if I can say that. Oh, yeah, who cares? Um, well, I, I went to the, the Hobart Cup one year. And the door got jammed in the portaloo, and I was in there for too long. <laughs> and there were things in there, and I, I became oh, no. quite stressed out. So oh. I shook the door, and then the whole thing rocked. What about have you ever been stuck in a portaloo? Okay, portaloo stories. Okay, 13 12. Oh, no, see this? Okay. I'm very nervous. Heat 100.9, who's this? This is Grace. Grace, what would you like to talk about? Hankies. Where do you stand on hankies, Grace? My partner loved hankies. Yeah. Uh, I have to admit, I use them too, but I refuse to buy my own. Oh, so you use his hankies? Yes. So you don't want to be seen buying a hanky? Exactly. Where do you buy hankies <laughs> from yeah, now, where anyway? Where do you get them from? He can buy them from Target and Rivers and a few other places. So where do you keep the hanky throughout the day? Like, is it always is the hanky always accessible? Um... Yeah, he's always got one in his pocket, and I always have one in my pocket, but I always use it in secret. Ah, uh, in secret. But do you feel like you're carrying <laughs> it feels around like something dirty. the oh, discharge is such a horrible oh, word? Yuck. But do you feel like you're, you're carrying around what's come out of your nose? Not really, no. Okay. See, my mum carries around tissues, but she always has them down a bra. I don't know. I know. I know. 
Oh, no. That's gross. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, you're carrying it in your bra. That's gross. It's just in your pocket. No, I told him. I said to her, I'll, I will pay you? for the boob job if you want a boob okay, job. Okay, that's... Hit VIP has never looked so good. It's our shout. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Eight Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, top of 10 with showers easing the snow on the mountain, which Paul's stoked about. Well, uh, this hasn't been a lot of snow, but I don't want to sound like an old person because every time there's snow on that mountain, you get told by about eight old people. Don't you? Snow on the mountain. Let's take a photo. Oh, yeah. It doesn't look any different to the photo you took last week when there was snow on the mountain. Okay. My mum rings me every day to ask me if there was frost in my car. Oh, that's another one they love. Yeah. Oh, I didn't come out and there's ice on the windshield. Oh, yeah, ice. Oh, yeah. You gotta, did you use a bottle of water? Yeah, you can't use hot water because it could split your shield. Yeah, good chat. <laughs> Stop it, Noel. Okay. We've this is a- hit 100.9, isn't it? Yeah, can you just not mistake it for something else? Um, we've got 100 bucks cash guaranteed to give away next uh, in Show of Origin with Tazzy Ties. But we're also taking your calls. We've been collecting them over the morning. Have you got a spare body part? Yes. And there's nothing freakish about there's it. There's nothing wrong with it. I think a lot of people do have spare body parts. Yes. And I, don't want, I want people to expose them on this show. Well, this depending morning. on what. Part it is. Well, I expose my third nipple, and I'm not ashamed of it, and I don't know why you dry retch every time yeah, but I, I don't try think to you flash can it. Show it. You can't expose it and show it to people. Why can't I? Because it's still a nipple. Yeah, but it's under my right yeah, arm. Yeah, but it doesn't matter where it is. What? Well, it's still a nipple. Yeah, okay, but it's. Look, if you want to hashtag free the underarm nipple, then so be it. You are. So- <laughs> Being a hit VIP. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Get up with Paul and Woody. Kids Paul and Woody for Maccas. Try McCafe's best blend yet at a McCafe drive through near you. Uh, something got, happened oh. on this show what? yesterday that I feel the need to apologise for. This show went too far. You're saying that? Yeah, I am. Uh, it involved nudity. Oh, no, no, don't. Yeah, it did. And a revelation that you have an extra body part. Yeah, I do, but it's under my arm, my right and arm, my underarm. And you've got our apprentice involved in it. This is what I'm apologising oh, for. It's because I'm trying to normalise Apprentice Mace. What? Can you come in? I need you to touch my third nipple and then describe it to Paul yes. because we never crossed that line. Touch it. The only thing is I haven't shaved under my arms because it's winter. Mason, uh, d- why oh, have you got that smack bum look on your face? Just come in and touch your hair. This is the most disgusting thing I'm ever going to do. Mason, sorry. Mason, it's beautiful. It's a woman's body. Do we have gloves? Oh, oh that's horrible, Mason. No, health and safety. Health and safety. Um, he's got glad bags. So he stuck him, his hand into the bag. He's got his pointy little finger out. Hang on, I'll direct you, it. Yeah, you direct my hand. Oh, my God. Just, it's going down the top. Just there. Can you feel that? Stop rubbing it. <laughs> what? Feel it. Describe it. It's kind of like a like a big skin tag. Not okay, hang on. Now you let, let go of my finger. So okay. I can just... No, don't don't. He's wandering his finger around by himself. Not that nipple, Mason. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> okay. Can I just say I realize? No, I realize how it sounds now. Okay. Oh. But it was innocent. Okay. No. And this is no. the thing. I wanted to try and normalize spare body parts. And if you've got one, please. We've been collecting your calls across the morning on thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Hey. Yeah. I just took a call. Um, from a woman in Hobart who has a spare body part and you have to chat to her. Mm. Mm. Is it worse than... than, Well, not worse, but is it... 
What? Why would you use that word? Because you, well, you... it's more. It's it's a bigger body part. Because oh, I've been asking for people with th- third legs as well. Oh, that's well, it's, ridiculous. It's a limb. It's a limb! It's a limb. See? No you, I bet you it's a leg. We've got a limb This collar. is going to be a stitch-up. Oh, oh, awesome. This will be bloody um, noon and putting the voice on. Can you please not refer to other shows seriously? Yeah, but I don't want to get stitched up on our show by another show. As if, okay. Okay? okay. Unless it's Osha trying to get me back. Maybe it's a call from your brother. You know... Hobart Radio loves their families. Okay, what are we... Oh, that was... Sorry, anyway, um, um, back to Lim yeah. Chat. No, Lim Chat's coming up yeah, next. Guys, can we not call it Lim Chat, <laughs> next. please? We're doing Shore of Origin. 13, 12, 16, if you would like to play. <laughs> Who do we need? <laughs> With $100 cash guaranteed to give away. West won yesterday. Yes. So I need someone from the West. The West side. We've got to wrap this up. It's a okay. constant okay. mashup. Hold on, what is Got a condo in Manhattan. Baby girl, what's happening? Hits Paul and Woody podcast. It's 100.9 Paul and Woody. We've got $100 cash guaranteed. Before we do limb chat in five minutes, in. Let's fight. On Hits Paul and Woody. We're about to find the superior side of the Derwins. This is Shore of Origin for the brand new Tassie Tyres Wheel and Tyre Studio. Now open at 183 Main Road, Moona. Yeah, it's going to go off, hopefully inside the next 60 seconds, bringing back from the east side, the best side, the sunny side. Daniel from the east is our carryover loser. Welcome back, Daniel. Dan. Daniel? Yeah. There okay. he is. Are you sure that's not your brother? <laughs> I know my it sounds, God, that like, sounds my like your brother. But he, no, it's not my brother. Okay, I've checked. Right. He always tries to enter competitions under. I know. He'll try to sneak in. Uh, how about the day he came in and had a wig and sunglasses on and knew it was him? Oh, uh, yeah, away. yeah. Didn't he? I think he won some mini golf <laughs> ticket on another station, didn't he? <laughs> um, you have got from the West Side. Uh, Melinda, good morning. Good morning. Oh, great. All right, we're up and about. Um, Melinda, your buzzer will be West. Uh, Daniel Nichols. No. Is it? No, okay. Daniel, your buzzer will be East. Uh, It's a best of three. Woody will read the questions, and I'll do my best to adjudicate. Buzz in at any time. Tyrion Lannister is a character from from which show? East. Yes, East. Game of Thrones. Bang, Daniel's on the board. Who sings Shake It Off? East? Yes. Taylor Swift. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Your brother is I mean, Daniel is fast. <laughs> that feels like I gave him the questions. Oh, right. No, I didn't. No, no. no before you write your letters. No, no, no. I no, didn't. No. So I get given the questions 30 seconds before. Yes. What? Were you supposed to back me up more than just yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the story we're sticking to. Okay. Daniel, you've got the 100 bucks courtesy of Tazzy Ties. You've got to check out their new pad, Main Road Mooner. And guess what, Melinda? You get to come back again and play tomorrow. Awesome. No worries. Excellent. Up next, a lady in Hobart has an extra limb and she wants to talk about it. Yep. And she's got every right to. I never yeah. came to the beach. I stood by the old. It's Paul and Woody podcast. True. 
19 past eight. Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, thank you for all your calls. People calling the show telling us about their spare body parts. I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of. No, there's nothing to be ashamed uh, of, but the show went too far yesterday when you discussed uh, your spare body parts. It was it was a nipple under my right arm, but yeah, it but sounded worse than it was. You've got a predator's mace, a young lad involved. This is how it played out. To touch it, because you... So he stuck his, his hand into the bag. He's got his pointy little finger out. Hang on, I'll direct it. Yeah, you direct my hand. Oh, my God. Just, it's going down the top. Just there. Can you feel that? Stop rubbing it! <laughs> what? What? Did you feel it? Describe it. It's kind of like a like a big skin tag. Okay, hang on. Now you, let, let go of my finger. So okay. I can just... No, don't, don't. He's wandering his finger around by himself. Not that nipple, Mason. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> it wasn't like that. It's a spare nipple under my arm. I'm just and I'm not going to feel like a freak. On the show. I'm not going to feel like I've a freak. Nobody said you were a freak. Harry Styles is allowed four nipples well, and I'm allowed three. Yes. Okay. 13, 12, 16. Who's this? Sky. Sky. What would you like to talk about, Sky? Extra body parts like you. Oh, <gasps> have you got a third leg? No, no, no. I had a little third arm on my left side, but my brother also has four nipples. Now, wait, now this Hang on, wait, on. Wait. I don't want to skip the nipples, but I just want to go back to the bird arm. Okay, yep. Describe it, that for us. It was just down from my shoulder on my left side and it was mainly just a little stump with some fingers. Now, do you have two average arms as well? Hello? Don't. Was she holding the phone with the bird arm? <laughs> That's not... The whole point Are of you this still there? is to normalise it, to not make people feel like free. Could you hold it up to your bird ear? That's not funny. Oh, this is... Well, don't look at me like that. No, that's a horrible thing to say. I didn't mean any arm. Um, oh, okay. Guys, we've got it back on uh, the line. Oh, thanks oh. for calling back. I was stuck on Vince's saddle. I lost connection. Oh, so, yes, I had a little third arm. Wow. And so your brother's nipples, because I had have an extra one underneath my right arm, but Harry Styles has four, and we're not sure of the location yes. of the nipples. So where are your brother's nipples? See, I still... You keep brushing over the third arm. But, okay. I want to know right. how it was removed. Oh, okay. We'll go back to the bird yeah. arm, and then we'll get back to the nipples. Yeah. I was had to go to Macquarie Street in Sydney to a specialist, oh. and it was like it was frozen off, a bit like they do some skin cancers. Oh, like snap over frozen? A, yeah, over a series of sessions. That was horrendous. Oh. God. And did it have bone in it? It was the fleshy thing, and now I have like a round scar, which looks like a bird. Like and a bird. did you keep it? No. Oh, okay. Was Do we it... know where it is now? <laughs> I'd say it's been bin <laughs> Was it okay. functional, the bird arm? Like, no. could you move it? No. No. Sorry, I think I've just realised that you kept saying third arm, but we thought you were saying a little bird arm. Googled during you, the call. Yeah, you It's a picture of a canary with human arms. I Googled images bird arm because I didn't know. Right, okay. I was thinking oh, it was God, Could we have made this any more offensive oh for God. this poor woman? Yeah, now, you can follow it up with the nipples. Right, so where are the nipples on your brother's body? So the, he has yeah. just under each other. Like two on the left and two on the right under each so other. So it would be like oh. you were seeing double. That's right. I think it comes from my dad was in the war and I think it was something to do with like chemicals in Europe or something. Oh. That created these malformations. That's my theory. So is that a little bit like... Well, I guess like a, a bitch, a female dog, has a, a row Absolutely. of nipples. Are you calling your brother a, a bitch? No. could have had twins. <laughs> and, and, and fed them all at once. <laughs>
It's the party. It's Paul and Woody podcast. It's from our R&B Fridays album. We've got three on iTunes right now. 14 away from nine on Hobart's hit 100.9. Oh, this is so exciting. No, um, it's not. You know no this is great. Uh, for those of you that aren't aware of this, Woody's mother and I um, have a really good relationship. That's a true story, sadly. Big shout out to Elizabeth this morning. <laughs> and your mother gave me full permission to access your glory box. Can you over just think the about break. that sentence, please? So I have your glory box. I'm in possession of your glory box. It's because my mum has kept everything I've oh, ever done. Oh, you've got everything. And it's and when I say a glory box, it's not like a little jewellery box. No. It's like a big chest. It's huge. Yeah, I know. It's even lined. Yes. I know. I mean, I should be really calling it Woody's chest as opposed to Woody's glory box. And I have found a cassette tape oh, that dates back. Well, I don't know how far back it, it dates back. And I would love to share it with Hobart. It's time to stick our hand into Woody's glory box. Do we have to have the creaking of a door? That's the box opening. Okay, great. Um, It's a cassette tape, and my understanding, because I've done some research behind it, your mother claims that you're about four years old. Right. And this may be your first ever performance. Oh, God. Ladies and gentlemen, Hobart, I have uh, Woody singing on tape. Oh, no. You know that I'm the only one. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. This is not, this music is no way related to your performance. I just wouldn't say the performance is beautiful. Um, I'm going to let. And I hope you don't get too emotional about this because I'm going to stop down for a minute and get serious. Your father is actually going to introduce you on this tape. Right, so could you not have warned me? My father's... Well, he's dead, isn't he? Right, yes. He's passed. He has. Great, so now I'm going to hear my father's voice for the first time since... Oh, that's... Is this trying to... Because I've been asked to cry more on a show? Well, it would I, be I'm handy gonna... because you are the female voice of this station. Um, your, number one, your father... I never met him. Sounds like a lovely man. And he would have he... hated you. Okay. Yeah. Here is um, <laughs> your father introducing you to the congregation because he was a pastor. Yeah, he was. Here we go. Uh, we pray about uh, what we name our children and uh, Esther Joy uh, has really depicted her name. She's been full of joy, this one, and life. This song is entitled, Who Made the Animals? Okay. I have not heard this. So this is you singing a song called Who Made the Animals okay. in front of a congregation. You're four years old. And obviously, at that age, your father has to help you along. And can I say at this point, your father has an awesome singing voice. Yeah, thank you. Everyone in my family does. Like, okay. literally, yeah. this guy could have been a children's entertainer. Like, mm. beautiful voice. Who made the trees in their leaves? My God. My God, he made them all. Who made the stars too small? He knows where they fall. He made the worlds in their glory. Hang on, what was that bit at the end? Could I just have that, that again, no, please? No, Paul can... Their glory. <coughs> oh. <laughs> okay. a bit of a lurgy, did you? 
Are we really going to criticize your father's my voice? Is fantastic with my father who's passed. Brilliant voice. You, on the other hand, okay. a little bit pitchy. Um, let's let's have a listen to how the audience received it there in the, the congregation. He made the Jew on the ground. Oh. My God, he made him He Now, whilst delving into your glory box, I realise that your father and I have something in common. What? Oh, well, let's just have a listen to what your dad said after the performance. Thank you for that warm reception. I think she might have been a little bit overcome by you all, but nevertheless, <laughs> there's always a first time for everything, isn't there? Yeah, the, the thing that your father and I have in common is that we both have to serve as apologists for your performances. <laughs> you are the Harry Bickmore and Tommy Little. I watched Australian Ninja. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm a ball girl. You strip that down for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can't wait for people to come to the R&B party and see your dance moves because oh, they are awful. Love that. No, nah, it's so people bad. People love this. People love it. Uh, no, Everyone it, goes, yeah, do the, more of that. And do that. Who when does? We pop shapes and stuff. I'm like, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. Well, more chances for you to come. <laughs> Did you just? I just stretched. <laughs> <laughs> more chances oh, for, you for you to come. come after nine. After nine. Uh, plus. Um, plus. Okay, well... Oh, sorry, you're doing it. Sorry, I thought I was going to do, do it. Do not manter up me. Well, I thought I, I did it in rehearsal. Mantra. Okay, well, if you did it in rehearsal, go ahead then. Uh, we're talking about the car giveaway. The car giveaway. Yeah. Uh, look, hit 100.9 in conjunction with... Okay, we don't need to read out all okay. the terms and conditions. All right, well, you do it then. You do it better. So you were going to do the T's and C's, were you? Yeah. Is that what you... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you want to score this car, just go down to Cash Converters and sell any PlayStation... Four or Xbox One, so you're going to get cash back for yeah. it, and then of course you're also going to get a ticket that you meet in the draw to win this brand new car. Easy as that. It's Cash Converters New Super Retail Centre. It's open right now at one three three Main Road, Moon. That's mildly interesting. Um, I know that this segment divides Hobart, like most of our segments do, actually. Uh, <laughs> but I wanted to bring this one back because I've got a fact that I thought was fairly mildly interesting. Yeah. And if I could throw it at you, please. Okay. This crept up on Twitter. I follow a lot of AFL stats pages, mm. okay? And last week, Venus Williams lost Wimbledon. Yeah. Okay? She, second set just fell apart for her. Didn't win a game in second set. And it was circulating online that when Venus Williams won her first Grand Slam, which was, ironically enough, Wimbledon, there was not a single AFL player that plays today playing at that time. Get out. What? Okay. I thought that Is that doesn't weird. sound right. But I did the research, okay? So in the year 2000, Venus Williams won Wimbledon in July of that year. Okay? And I thought, well, hang on. We've got players that play today that are 35 and 34, so surely they must have been playing. Sean Burgoyne, who plays for the Hawks, he didn't debut until 2002. Oh, wow. Aaron Sanderlands, he's 34. He didn't debut until 2003. 
Sam Mitchell, who now plays at West Coast, is 34. He didn't debut until 2002. Matthew Boyd is 34. He didn't debut until 2003. Bob Murphy, hang on. Bob Murphy's 35. Bob Murphy debuted in 2000. Hang on, she won Wimbledon in 2000. Yeah, but he didn't debut until round 19, which was after July. It's true. The first time Venus won a Grand Slam, and she's still playing in Grand Slam finals, not a single AFL player that plays today was playing then. Do you know what That's I love most? That's interesting. It's the fact that someone wasted probably a month researching that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because at the end of the day... Well, and it turned out that that someone was really me. Yes. I have spent so much time on this segment. <laughs> For one segment in one month. Well done. Being a hit. Hits Paul and Woody podcast.